Testing, testing. Still way too loud. Can you get Jamie? Can you please come get Ellie? Okay, let's try this again. You're listening to the Neurodivergent Nurse, and I'm your host, Jamie. I'm a registered nurse who has ADHD. On this podcast, we will talk all things ADHD. I'm really just beginning to learn about this diagnosis and how to navigate through it, but I am so excited to take you on this messy and raw journey with me so that we can learn together. So let's get started. What is up, my neurodivergent family? I hope you're having a great week as always. I mean, do I even really need to say that? I hope you know by now that I genuinely hope that you're having a fantastic week so far. This weekend, I had to do a super fast trip. I live in North Carolina, and on Friday, I headed up to Philadelphia, had a bridal shower on Saturday, and back home on Sunday, and here I am making this podcast. On the way back from Philly, I was thinking, you know what would be cool is the times that I go on vacation, which is not crazy often, but it's occasional. I would love to send my Patreons just maybe a cool trinket or at minimum a postcard just to say, hey, what's up? I'm thinking about you and here are the cool things that's going on over here in the world of the neurodivergent nurse. I did a poll on Instagram and majority of people said, yeah, if they were a Patreon of the neurodivergent nurse, they would love that. And I mean, maybe I think four people said, eh, no thanks, but they weren't Patreon. So If you are a Patreon, get ready because in a couple weeks, I am actually going on vacation for my birthday and I'm going to grab you some goodies just to send and let you know that I'm thinking about you. I head back into work tomorrow at North Carolina. The cases of COVID are going up for unvaccinated people. So I hope whatever your stance is on vaccines, wherever you live, whether it's the U.S., whether it's a different country, I hope that you stay safe and I hope that you stay well because I hate that this is happening again to so many people. So keep up the good fight, protect yourself, protect others, and let's just go ahead and jump into this week's podcast. If you know anything about ADHD, then you may know that impulsivity is a symptom of hyperactivity and is something that people with ADHD deal with a lot. We've all had the moment of wishing that we could just pull back the words or hoping we could just melt through the floor when we've said or we've done something on impulse. But when you also have ADHD, it can seem like those moments just come far too often. ADHD is characterized by impulsivity, often related to the symptom of hyperactivity. Regardless of presentation, impulsivity is present for most people throughout the day, either as an effect of being distracted, hyperactivity, poor emotional regulation, or as the trait of doing it now and thinking about it later. Impulsivity is a characteristic of human behavior that can both be beneficial and detrimental to our everyday lives. For example, the ability to act on impulse may allow us to seize a valuable opportunity or to make a disastrous decision that we then live to regret. Sometimes those impulsive decisions can work out well for us, and sometimes we're hoping that it will at least be a humorous story later. I always like to say, if it's not a good time, it's a good story. Though the things that I just described seem pretty common sense when you think about impulsive behaviors of people with ADHD. But one of the things that 
you may not realize is connected to your impulsivity is spending money. For most people, especially impulsive and energetic people with attention deficit disorder, ADHD or ADD, even the thought of sitting down and creating a budget sparks dread and anxiety. That's right. We're going to talk about helping out with decreasing that impulse of spending money so that you can have a better financial life with your ADHD. What's more monotonous and depressing than meticulously calculating exactly what you cannot afford? But figuring out a personal finance plan that you can live with doesn't have to be torture. I'm going to give you a 10-step guide and tips that you can create a money plan that will keep you from spending too much money and leaving just a little room for the occasional splurge. First of all, we want to sit down and define what budgeting means to you and why you need it. Be honest with yourself and admit if you inherently hate the word. I absolutely hate the word budgeting. Hate the word budget. And I get so offended if my significant other, if my husband comes to me and says, hey, we need to talk about getting on a budget. It just seems like a punishment almost to me. So that's one of the reasons why I really wanted to do this episode because I wanted to help you get into good habits like I'm trying to do as well. So if you hate this word, then reposition the budget as a necessary step that will let you plan ahead and not worry about having money to pay your bills. Make a list of 10 good reasons to create healthy spending habits. Then I want you to go, if you have a place that has real cheap stuff, Dollar General, Dollar Store, buy a frame, and then take those 10 good reasons, that list that you made, put it in a frame, and put it where you pay your bills. Those of us with ADHD thrive with specific action plans. I want you to think of this as your financial to-do list. Okay, the second thing. It seems like pretty common sense, but really, not so sure. Do you know what the key to an effective budget is? Spending less than your total income. It, It sounds simple enough, right? Actually, it requires careful financial record keeping, which, let's be honest, it's not usually our strong point. I want you to try this. For one month, record every purchase you make. Get a receipt whenever you can, record your checks, and print out the receipts of online purchases immediately. Consider using a service like Mint.com or Slice to help you keep track of spending on the go. Number three. During your month of tracking, I want you to use a money journal to increase your spending awareness and question whether each purchase is worthwhile. If you're like me, chances are you have no idea what a money journal is. As I was researching ways to help those of us with ADHD do better with our finances, I came across this idea. In one article I read, There was a therapist who had a patient who was incredibly impulsive during the holidays and accrued large amounts of debt. This was one task they gave to help curb the spending. Because it was during the holidays, the therapist told the patient to write a list of people that she planned to buy gifts for and only buy for those people. 
which was also a great idea. Anyways, not the point. The therapist then convinced this individual to spend five minutes each evening recording her thoughts and values about money in a journal. As I'm sure you know, journaling is a great tool for developing self-awareness about any chronic problem, whether it's overspending, overeating, or something else. Patrons, be sure to check the site. I am going to provide a list of questions that's going to coincide with this episode to help you jumpstart passages in your money journal. The Fiscal Fem recommended keeping a money journal for one month. Everything that we're going to talk about, we really want to try for just one month. If that sounds really daunting to you, just go day by day. We want to break down any steps that feel too big into smaller steps that feel more manageable to us. Like I said, adults with ADHD are prone to overspending, especially during the holidays. Willpower alone can't stop it. Instead, I want you to take five minutes a day, write down who you're buying for, and set a cap of how much you're going to spend. Record your feelings and when you make certain purchases. Number four, you're going to ask yourself, what can I change? At the end of the month, you're going to review your journal and you're going to look for patterns in your spending habits. Look at what you spent money on. Ask yourself, how did I overspend? How did I rationalize it? How do I define luxury versus necessity? How did overspending make me feel? And what would I have to change to stick to my budget? Okay, here's one that's not super fun. The fifth step, cut cost. Now, we know certain costs are fixed, like the amount of money that you pay for your mortgage or your light bill. But I'm going to tell you to look for discrete areas that you've been splurging on. Did you buy new books even though your shelves are piled with unread ones? Did you buy an outfit even though your closet is full of clothes that you've barely worn? Or even have the tags on them still? Mm, I don't know, like I do. Or are you Jamie, the neurodivergent nurse, who every time she goes to work has to stop and buy a coffee instead of just making it at home? Did sale items lure you in? Or did you just go crazy at the grocery store? Number six, we are going to come up with solutions. I'm going to give you a couple of ideas to try to avoid overspending. If your bank kills you with administrative fees, change to a free checking account and set up automatic bill paying. Automatic bill paying is my best friend, I swear. If you're making impulsive purchases, leave your credit card and extra cash at home. My dad makes me, who is 37 years old, carry cash in my car to be safe. So maybe if you do carry cash for emergencies, don't keep it in your wallet. Keep it somewhere safely tucked away in your car. If it's ADHD treatment that's draining your wallet, look into state programs that help cover the cost of medical expenses. Plus, you could have tax deductions to help out. Now, we're going to create your budget. It's time to list out all your expenses, fixed and discretionary, for a typical month. Aim to save 10% of your monthly income and always have three times your spending income after taxes in the bank just in case. I'm going to repeat this in case you're taking notes or just in case you need it to be repeated so that it sticks better in your head. Aim to save 10% of your monthly income and always have three times your spendable income after taxes in the bank just in case. 
Now, I'm going to need you to adopt an attitude of gratitude. Your budget, it meets your basic needs, so you're really not doing without. Get that out of your head. But I will say, you'll be more likely to stick to the plan if it includes some fun spending as well. Number eight, we need to plan for the things that bust our wallets. No matter how well you plan, unexpected events and emergencies are just bound to pop up. I mean, it could be your beloved pet that has a head injury and you have to spend $4,000 on an MRI, or it could be you run over a bumper on the interstate that you don't see because the car ahead of you hit it too, and so you bust all your tires, you bend all your rims, and you break stuff dealing with the brakes on your car. Yeah, if there wasn't a book already out titled series of unfortunate events, it would be my autobiography. I'm just going to be honest. The best budgets account for this, though. Take preventative measures to stave off big expenses. See a doctor regularly to manage your family's health. Complete routine maintenance on your home and your car. Make sure you get your oil changed. I struggled with this for so many years. Things like brushing your teeth the way that you're supposed to. I know it sounds kind of silly, but when you do that, you're less likely to get cavities. But then when you do get cavities, you don't want to go to the dentist because they're just going to make you feel terrible. And then you're going to end up with a root canal. Something that happened to me within, I don't know, the last six months. So I totally get it. I'm preaching to the choir, guys. Have extra money set aside just in case for when these events inevitably occur. Include the amount in your savings budget. Number nine, organize the ADHD way. Keep your financial documents in order all year long so you can get the best tax refund possible. Use an ADHD-friendly system. Have a folder for each month to store your critical financial records. Those folders you're going to want to color code, and you're going to want to color code any additional folders for the type of document they hold. Be sure, this is the most important of all, so listen up. Be sure to bribe yourself with a special treat to ensure that you organize the papers once a month. Number 10, get help when you need it. Many people find it helpful to use a computerized financial system like Microsoft Money or Quicken. If you need help using the software or if you're overwhelmed by the process in general, consult an accountant or a financially savvy friend. You can also find advice at websites like Mint and LearnVest. So if you think you may be spending a little bit too much money, then I really want to encourage you to try out these tips. Just try it out for a month, and I want you to see how it works for you. Hopefully, with the tips that are appropriate for ADHD specifically, you are going to do amazing with it. But I want you to make sure that you let me know if you try it out and that good things come from it and if it helps you at all. It's been a minute since we ended on a joke, but that is exactly what we're going to do on today's episode. I lost my job at the bank on my very first day. An old man asked me to check his balance, so I pushed him over. 
If you would like to contribute to this podcast, you can go to patreon.com forward slash the neurodivergent nurse, where you can get an exclusive bonus episode, script of the show prior to the release, uncut video interviews of the guest, input on upcoming shows and ideas, and even more. Also, be sure to follow the neurodivergent nurse on Instagram and TikTok. And if you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to share it with someone that you think could also benefit from the neurodivergent nurse. And go ahead while you have time and while you're thinking about it and rate it and leave a review five stars on your favorite listening platform so that other people can find the show easily as well and i hope you have a wonderful week and i can't wait to talk to you again